yo, yo. Welcome, everybody, to the first ever CCD podcast coming at you live with yours truly, Rusty Hill. I will be your host. If you're looking for news, schedule, changes, up-and-coming events, results, points, or any other CCD information, this is the place to be. All right, so let's get kicked off. First order of business. Big news coming out this week. Um, I believe Tuesday, Rod posted a pretty interesting idea that Rod's working on. uh, Fuel price sucks schedule. So basically what he is doing is he is eliminating some weekends, um, trying to add some double weekends. Um, Yes, this will mean some more Sunday races. Um, It will also mean more weekend time. Um, So if you're one of them guys that likes to spend, you know, some time with the family on the weekends, this schedule, it should work for you, honestly. I know when I got up, I seen the post. I literally just rolled over in bed, grabbed my phone. I was rubbing my eyes. First thing to come up on Facebook was that post, and I'm trying to read it. I mean, literally two minutes after I woke up, and I'm like, whoa, what the hell is going on? This does not look good. But, you know, I've talked to Rod. He's kind of given me a breakdown of how to, how to work. And I honestly think that this will work. I think this is beneficial for me. I think it's beneficial for a lot of people. Um, you look at the fact that, you know, you've got so many weeks of racing this year. I mean, you really don't have an off week. With this format, you can haul your stuff to the track. You can camp out. You can drop your car, drop your trailer, drive home, save a little on fuel, come back, race again Sunday, and voila. Then you got a weekend off next weekend, you know, for the most part. I haven't got the full details on it, but I believe that he has eliminated five weekends of racing and added three Sundays. to uh, So three double weekends and eliminating five weeks. So that's pretty significant. I mean, that gives people time throughout the year, throughout the racing season, to just have some alone, you know, some family time. You know, you want to do stuff on the weekends. You want to go do something other than racing. Rod's schedule has not been favorable to that in the past. It's kind of been, you're going to run points at CCD. You better be there every single weekend because they're racing every single weekend. Here, you can run for points and you can still have some time throughout the summer to go out and and plan a few things. You know, if he, if this, I mean, this is nothing set in stone as of now. He's, you know, got to work on EMTs, employees. Um, He's got to get with the food vendor, make sure everything's going to work out with them. So nothing is set in stone yet. Um, He's working on it. Um, I'm hoping that he'll release something within the next couple weeks. And if he does, and he does go to this format, then it gives people an opportunity to plan some stuff for weekends or, hey, you can go somewhere else and race. You know, you got a big money event that's coming up that, you know, might just happen to fall on one of them weekends that Rod is not racing. And there you go. You don't have to miss a point race. You can go run the big money event and or, you know, you can go do stuff with your family. Either way, I like it. It took me a while to warm up to the idea. Um, the more I thought about it, the more I liked it. So hopefully, I mean, I know I get it. Some people just do not like racing on Sundays, but here's the, 
you know, regardless whether you like it or not, if you planned on racing at Coles County for points, you were going to run on Sundays anyway. I mean, so it kind of just averages out, in my opinion. And in other news, um, and most of you know that if you were there last week, you knew that the wind light did not work in the left lane. Um, I believe they have that fixed. Big shout out to Jim Chittick. Uh, he is a racer, um, usually down there every weekend. And he took time out of his day to come fix the wind lights. And that ain't the first thing he's, you know, volunteered to come fix. He's done a lot of stuff for Rod. So big shout out to Jim Chittick. And it's not like this guy just lives 10 minutes away from the track. I mean, he's got an over, over an hour drive, you know, and he still willingly comes out there and does everything he can to help. So big shout out to Jim Chittick and it should be fixed. Wind lights should all be working this weekend. Correction. We will not be there this weekend. Um, they will be running uh, a different series this weekend. I'll look that up here in a second. Uh, but yeah, uh, regular ET bracket program will not be going on this weekend. They have the Burning Man in Terre Haute, Wabash Valley Dragway. If you ain't looked at this race, folks, you might want to check it out. Pretty big deal. 8,500 to win both days. They got a gambler race Friday, uh, pit vehicle races, um, free concert or live band going on, I believe, Saturday night, maybe Friday night. I haven't looked at that thoroughly yet, but um, Jake Hodge puts on the race. And I'm telling you right now, I have yet to been to a Jake Hodge race, but my, my dad has been, and I know several people have been, and he does an outstanding job. I've heard it is one hell of a good time. It's a well-put-together program. Um, so if you ain't got nothing to do this weekend, head on over to Wabash Valley, uh, Terre Haute, Indiana. Um, I believe the gates open at – or time runs start at 12 o'clock on Friday. Basically, it's open time runs. It's test and tune. Uh, I believe it's $30. And then they'll start a gambler's race after 4 o'clock, I believe, Friday night. And uh, then Saturday and Sunday is the big money, 8500 to win. So, like I said, um, this weekend, CCD, they will be open. Um, they've got the Illinois Outlaw Gassers Exhibition, Speed for All Throwdown. They're giving out special edition Wallies, uh, Combo, Big Tire, Small Tire, Grocery Getter, True Nostalgia, Super, Stalker, super Stalkers. So, uh, just a little something different going on at Coles County this weekend. Rod doesn't usually bump heads with the Birdie Man. He tries to plan around it and schedule something different other than a, bracket, or a points race. So, uh, yay for him for that, you know, because a lot of guys that run points will be at that Burning Man race this weekend. So, yeah, you know, good be a good show this weekend at Coles County for spectators and stuff. Uh, pretty neat stuff going on there. Uh, the weekend after, $1,500 to win pro. Uh, it is the Walt Crabtree Memorial Race. Um, this is a pretty special deal to me um, and to a lot of people. You know, Walt was just truly one of the all around best people you could ever really know. And I mean, if you didn't know him, then you missed out because he really was truly just an awesome, awesome guy to be around. Um, he's, you know, raced at Coles County for a long time. His family still continues to race there. You know, Austin Romine, his grandkid, um, uh, Chris Crabtree. It's been a while since Chris been down there, but uh, you know, just a, a pretty cool deal. I'm glad they do this every year. Um, it's a pretty special deal for a lot of people. So I expect a pretty good car count for that race. They usually do get a pretty good car count, but 1500 to win pro in uh, two weeks. And don't forget July 9th, 
the Robbie Easton Memorial Race. First ever Robbie Easton Memorial Race. I am actually the one sponsoring that race. Um, you know, I had somebody ask me the other day, what made you decide to do this? And you know what? Robbie Easton was just an absolute artist of the sport. I mean, he studied it so much. He figured out so many things. He taught so many of us different ways of racing. And, and he just, you know, if you asked Robbie to write a handbook on bracket racing, I think you'd get back like a dictionary. I, I mean, I think, you know, the dude just knew so much about it. And, and, and to me, he was one of the best to ever do it in that era. Um, I just had so much respect for Robbie. He was a good close friend of mine. And the fact that there hasn't been a Robbie Easton Memorial race yet just didn't sit right with me. So I am putting on a 2,500 to win pro class Robbie Easton Memorial fifth or 500 runner up 250 for semis. And I believe it's 80 or maybe a hundred for uh, quarterfinals. Um, have to look at the flyer on that, but yep. And a little birdie told me that there could be some extra money added to that. And not only to the winning purse, but also maybe to the junior dragster class. Um, somebody else has stepped up. <clears throat> They've offered to up the pay. Um, not sure on the details of that yet. We will wait and see that the second we know anything, you'll hear about it. Um, probably on Facebook, uh, CCD or Rod Velen or myself, one of us will post something about it, but hopefully, you know, Hey, it's pretty good amount of money that he's talking about putting up for this. So, uh, we'll see. So last weekend, uh, you had the normal format. You had, uh, the quick eight series was there. Denny cats took home the win in quick eight. Um, so awesome job to Denny cats. And I believe Denny is also leading the quick eight points, uh, or the JT quick muffler series. Uh, by quite a bit right now. Uh, I believe he's got 90 points and Phil Bryant in second place, who was not there this weekend, um, with 53, Corey Wood with 37, Doug Patrick 37, Daniel Earhart 30, Bob Gaston 29, Larry Zahn, last year's quick series champion with 28, Sarah Weaver 24 points, Rich Comer 19, um, and the list goes on. So congratulations, Denny Cats, for the win this weekend in the Quick 8 Series. On to your sportsman category. Um, I got to say, holding English. <laughs> Dude showed up twice this year um, in a streetcar, um, Crown Vic, and he's looking pretty good out there. He's got her figured out. Um, he run it up this weekend in sportsman. Uh, he just won a couple weeks ago. Uh, so Holden English is actually only three points behind Chad Isley in the sportsman category and Holden's got a zero. Um, he did not race last weekend. So only three points behind Chad. It'd be nice to see, uh, Holden English, Holden English out there every week. Um, I believe he could, you know, make it interesting in the sportsman, uh, points this year. Uh, so your top 10 rundown of sportsman points, Chad Isley with 29, Holden English with 26, Larry Lyons with 22. Jesse Fritz, the rook, the rookie here, uh, doing a pretty good, fine job at sportsman class. He's got 20 points. He's tied with K.J. Rogers. K.J. Rogers also with 20 points. Last year's uh, sportsman champion, Katrina Murphy, sitting there in 19 points. Uh, tied with T.J. Evans, also with 19 points. Travis Booth in eighth place with 18. Clayton Patrick and Ryan Butler tied uh, with 16 points apiece to round out your top 10. Super pro class. 
awesome job. Um, so happy to see Corey Butler finally parked at a hardcore Regal in the winter circle. You know, it was only a matter of time before we knew that car was going to be on the dance floor. Uh, Corey's one hell of a racer and you know, he's kind of getting used to the car. Uh, he's been in that S10 for quite a few years now and just got so comfortable. And this was a little bit of a change for him. Uh, kind of knew it was coming sooner or later. I knew he'd get him, get a win in that car and, and, and probably a sp pretty special deal for Corey. You know, that's his dad's old car. Uh, well, still is his dad's car. I'm assuming, I don't know. I know it's got a lot of Corey's, um, parts in it right now, but yeah, a pretty cool deal. Get that car back out. We ain't seen that car in a long time and, uh, he gets it and, and gets it all running and get, you know, puts it on the dance floor this weekend. So awesome job to Corey Butler. Um, he actually ended up winning the king of the track too. He raced, uh, Austin Romine, the winner of pro class and Corey won that too. So your top 10 in super pro category, Corey Butler, 34, Bob Paul, 27, Bill Bosler, 24, Denny Katz in 20th, Austin Romine in 17th, going off the bottom bulb. Let me tell you that. I'm just, you know, throw that out there. Austin sitting there in fifth place, running Super Pro off the bottom. Brad Olmstead, he is tied with Austin with 17. Bob Gaston and John Smiley uh, tied at 16. An awesome job to John Smiley this weekend, too. Uh, I believe he was in down in the Final Four in uh, Super Pro in the uh, blacked out uh, S10. One bad truck right there. Yeah, you never stood next to that thing unless to it run. You don't know what you're missing. But John Smiley with an awesome performance this week in Super Pro. Bill Lyons with 15 points. Brian Stice with 15. Doug Patrick with 15, also tied with Brian Stice. Keith Rogers and uh, Jim Treat. Keith Rogers with 13. Jim Treat with 12. So there's your Super Pro class. On to the pro category, myself, Rusty Hill, leading uh, pro with 37 points. Kim Niemeyer in second place, 26 points. Gail Cook, awesome job this this week, this year so far for Gail. He's off to a good start. Glad to see that. Gail's just a hell of a good dude. Um, but Gail in third place with 21 points. Austin Romine and Bill Aubrey and Jim Chittick um, and Jim Tree, actually. <laughs> All four of them tied for fourth place. Bob Fitzpatrick um, sitting there. Um, with 18 points, another, you know, awesome performance this week. Bob Fitzpatrick actually got to the final and uh, raced Austin Romine this week. Andy Campbell is having a pretty good year. Um, he is sitting there at 17 points, tied with Ralph Craig and Ron Hill, all with 17 points. Troy Bogner with 16, Kelly Dom with 15. Junior Dragsters, uh, they were not there this weekend. They had a pretty big event that um, I don't know where that was at, but uh, off week for Junior Dragsters, but I'll go ahead and still run down the points. Emma Wyman uh, is in first place with 14 points. Tucker Dom, 13 points, sitting in second place. Tucker Mack with uh, 12 points, sitting in third. And then fourth, uh, we got quite a bit of few here tied up. Andrew Long, Jesse Fritz. Max Scott and Mia Scales, all with 11 points, tied for fourth. Eighth place, also quite a few of them here uh, tied up. Um, Adeline Beal, Jace Willenberg, Natalie Angel, Tanner Spires, and Wyatt Scales, all tied with 10 points. So there's your top 10 of junior dragsters. So my nominations this week for standout drivers of the week, um, got to go with Austin Romine. Austin won pro class. Um, he got to race Corey for the runoff, the king of the track. But not only that, Austin did go quite a few rounds in super pro class. I believe he acquired over 10 points in super pro class. So 
I'm going to assume quarterfinals, maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I have to see exactly. Uh, maybe semifinals. I'm not sure. But uh, Austin Romine, just, you know, as usual, Austin doing Austin. You know, usually, typically, he's down to the nitty-gritty every time he races. So, uh, Austin Romine is one of my picks for standout drivers of the week. And then Corey Butler. Corey Butler's had a hell of a year so far in Super Pro class. Um, I believe he's already been in two finals. I'm not positive on that. Don't quote me. But uh, just picked up his first win last week. So, awesome job to Corey Butler. Um, I got to go with uh, Holden English as a standout driver um, just because – I mean, he's in a streetcar competing in sportsman class. And let's be frank. I mean, sportsman class nowadays, that's why they don't call it street class anymore, because it, there's a lot of race cars in the sportsman class. I mean, you got the Chad Isleys, um, you know, there's so many of them out there that are racing in sportsmen that have real, you know, true race cars. Clayton Patrick's one of them. Uh, there is, I'm trying to think of everybody, Larry Lyons, TJ Evans, Travis Booth, Ryan Butler, Ellis Booth. I mean, Jim Treat, um, which Jim, I don't believe is in his race car, um, in the sportsman class, he's running his wife's car. But I mean, just, I tell you, it's hard to go down there in a street car and put her on the dance floor when you got guys that are running eight second cars, um, just basically set up for almost as a pro car. Uh, essentially, but it, he's showing that it can be done along with Ellis Booth. I mean, he just, he run it up in a $7,000 race a couple weeks ago in a street driven stock Thunderbird. I mean, so if anybody out there is thinking about coming to the track, you want to try to give, give it a shot. I mean, even if it's your family car, it can be done folks. I mean, you see it weekend and week out just because these guys have race cars don't mean you can't compete. I mean, Holden English and Ellis Booth and several other people are just evidence of that. I mean, so, but anyway, Holden English runner up this weekend in sportsman, uh, just won a couple weekends ago, uh, in the crown Vic. So, uh, just, uh, good job by holding on Holden English. More names to throw out there. Standout driver of the week. Justin Evans had a pretty awesome weekend. I'm glad to see him down in the final four in pro class. I feel like this could be Justin's year. I mean, I feel like this could be a year where he could go some rounds and gain some confidence. You know, confidence is key in this sport. You know, as a bracket racer, you, you just start putting some wins together and it just seems like everything just starts happening the way that you want it to happen. I mean, confidence is pretty key. And I think Justin, you know, seeing him go some rounds, I know – you know, last year or maybe the year before sportsman class, he was in several finals. I've seen Justin throw down some really good weekends of racing. And I just I feel like he thinks he's out of his league in the pro class, but he's not. I'm telling you right now, Justin Evans can race just as well as any of us. He's just got to get in his head that, you know, he can compete with the best of us. So Justin Evans, awesome job this weekend. Final four. Uh, another another name I got to throw out there, Bob Fitzpatrick. You know, running up in pro class. Awesome job to Bob. He's, you know, hopefully we see Bob down there a lot this year. I think that Bob could have a good year, uh, but just cool to see him out there in the final in pro class. Um, and then John Smiley. John Smiley, I thought, was tremendous this past weekend in super pro class. Um, just, you know, he hopped out of that rail, got in, the, built this truck, and, and maybe things are starting to click. Maybe they got a few things figured out in that truck. Um Seemed to be working pretty good this past weekend. Uh, I believe John Smiley was either down to the final four or the quarterfinals. 
Uh, just one of the names I want to throw out there is a, a good job this weekend. So John Smiley, awesome job. So we've pretty much discussed the point standings, um, last week's results, uh, kind of went over some, you know, the breaking news last week or this past week of the schedule change that could be in effect. Not sure if that's going to happen or not. Rod will let us know when he figures it out. Um, kind of went over most of generally everything. Um, last but not least, man, I just got to say uh, thanks to everybody that's that's making an attempt to come out and race with us. Uh, card counts have been, you know, just kind of on average right now. And we, you know, and that's why Rod's doing what he's doing with the schedule. I mean, I think he's looking at it as how can I get, how can I make it more convenient for drivers? Um, get more people interested in, in to where they don't have to dedicate their life or the whole summer to racing. So, I mean, I believe that would be the biggest reason that Rod is thinking about going to the schedule. I, I feel like it opens up some free time for racers. Um, it eliminates a lot of driving. Um, so you can save on some gas. Um, you know, hey, he's got to try something. You know, when you're getting 25 to 27 pro cars, uh generally about the same in super pro anywhere between 25 and 30, you know, you're, you're really looking for about 35 in each. I mean, you know, 35 pro 30 super pro or 40 pro 30, 35 super pro. I mean, that's, that's the goal. And here's the deal guys, you know, we're going out here, they're getting 25 to 28 cars in pro. And guess what? We're still racing for a thousand dollars. I don't know what everybody was I've heard several people that has not liked the um, format that he went with because the idea was thrown out early in the year before the season started of going to a runoff. Um, I've looked at it, guys. <laughs> it's the exact same money. I mean, right now we're getting bottom tier pay and it's still a thousand to win. Imagine if we get 35 to 40 pro cars we're racing for 1500 to two grand. I mean, I, I don't know that for sure. But I can almost imagine that that's where it's going to be, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, you know, the, everybody that was so in favor of the, you know, the last, the, uh, the other format, they're looking at the big tier four. I mean, how many times is that going to happen? I mean, let's be, I mean, let's, let's be real here. You're not going to get 80 to 90 cars every single weekend. So racing on tier four was not going to happen that often, but. Right now, I don't know where else you can go and, you know, enter a class. Let's just throw pro class out there. Enter it and have about 27 cars and still get $1,000 to win. And let's not forget, you still got an extra 300 runoff for the king of the track. I mean, so it's pretty good money considering the car counts. Uh, got to hand it to Rod. He's, he's been paying it out. Um, and, and he's done just about everything that we have asked him to do this year. Um, a lot of racers with a lot of advice, a lot of suggestions. He's rolled with it. He has done what we've asked him to do. I mean, uh, yeah, he raised the entry fees, but guess what? That means bigger payouts. Um, and it helps the track stay alive. I mean, he quit, you know, combining the buyback cars. You know, he gave lane choice to the first car in line. It's no longer the fastest car. So it's, you know, it's more fair. There's just so many things that he's done this year. Um, he calls out the the um, buy, the wait and see buy. We don't have to go up there as some kind of mystery now. I mean, he calls it out over the intercom. You go up there, you race who you're next to, and and that's bottom line. So I just 
everything that we've asked him to do, he's done. And it still isn't seem to be working. It makes us look stupid, guys. If you're a race car driver, if you're a bracket racer, and you were one of these guys complaining or crying about wanting this or wanting that, and he's done it this year, and you're still not showing up, just makes us look stupid. Makes it look like we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Like, yeah, I tried it your guys' way. You know, it ain't working. <laughs> so I don't know what else he's got to do. But if you're just sitting at home and you don't want to race because you don't like the guy or whatever, it's not like you got to go sit down and have dinner with him. You're just showing up to the track. You know, I've everybody's had their issues. Um, not everybody, but I've had my issues with Rod. Um, and I know several people have. But you know what? You get over it. You, you know, you go race, you support your local track, because at the end of the day, it's the closest place to us to go race for that kind of money. So why would we want to see it disappear? So if you're not out there, get your asses out there. You know, you don't have to do it every single weekend if you're not a points driver. But come on, let's let's support the track and let's keep this place alive. With that being said, we're going to wrap up the show. Um Working on a few things with this podcast. Uh, this is episode number one. Um I kind of just, I'm winging it right now, but I've been looking into a few things. There might be a potential of uh, having some callers um, get some guest appearances on here. Maybe talk to some prior winners. Um, like, you know, if it was up to me this week, if I had more time to sit and figure it out, I might have uh, had Corey Butler call into the show or Austin Romine, um, you know, and and just talk, you know, go a little, especially Rod Velen. We'd love to sit here and listen to him, you know, explain his thoughts on the schedule change, but we're working on that. So hopefully um, in the next couple shows, I can figure that out. Uh, it doesn't seem to be too hard. I just haven't really uh, tried it out much, but um, yeah, well, we will uh, see you guys next week. We're going to try to do this show every Thursday. So if you like what you hear, tune in every Thursday, there will be a link posted um, via Facebook um, and it will be on this YouTube channel that you're listening on right now. So Click that subscribe button and you will get updates on uh, new posts. So thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's first episode of the Coles County Dragway podcast. We'll see you all next week.